going on everybody welcome to fatality mk retrospective i'm your fluff master supreme the one who knows the combos to make sindel scream mr big johnny d and allow me to introduce my illustrious co-host the man with me every week that doppelganger king of banger mr brody kano kane howdy howdy mother lickers today is the 5th of june already we are in june already fuck dude um and we got a doozy of an episode for you today we'll be talking about 1997's mortal Kombat annihilation and uh yeah, it's gonna be a fun episode. <laughs> if you don't know what Annihilation is, you should go check the shit out and then come back and listen to our review. Uh, if you do, well, I'm sure you have an idea of where we're gonna go with this guy. But before we dive into that deliciousness, we like to do a little subject called uh, a little slice and dice, if you will. Talk about what we did in the last week. So, Brody, how you been, brother? Been very well, mate. Very well indeed. Um, yeah. Like I say pretty much nearly every week, though, not much has been happening down this way. I can't really think of. Um, oh, my – we ordered like, – I think I mentioned this last week on the episode, um, how I bought some Diabolic Blu-rays. They, they're finally shipped because I've been waiting for them, bad boys, to make an appearance down this way for a while. But I think that was because everyone was just, just smashing out buying all these Blu-rays. So, yeah, no – they finally sent him, so I'm looking forward to actually watching them. Um, oh, I've actually been binge watching the shit out of the Puppet Master franchise. Ooh, I, don't know. I just got a sudden urge. And would you? How many is there? Like thirteen? Oh, yeah, I think it's like thirteen, fourteen. Fuck, yeah, dude, that's a binge. <laughs> Fucking oath, and it. Yeah, like the first half was okay, like of the franchise, but it's getting it's getting pretty bad now. But yeah, it, it's so bad yet so good, and I love that shit. Actually, that also reminds me, I have actually been contemplating whether or not to buy a replica size torch puppet from the um, puppet master uh, thing over at Full Moon. Is it Full Moon Direct? I'm pretty sure it is. So they're actually selling replicas. Um, but the only problem is that Torch's head looks nothing like the film. Really? Yeah. It's, it's really weird. Like, so I was talking to TJ about this, actually, and he's got a uh, blade. Now, his blade looks exactly like the film, and it looks actually really fucking fantastic. Then he was like, dude, head over to Full Moon Direct to suss them out. Now, they've released these uh, new versions of the puppets, and – I've got to admit, the torch puppet looks really, really bad. It looks cheap. It hmm. looks not, yeah. Like it so with the previous torch, it actually gives you that metal helmet looking with the eyes cut out the holes in the bullet teeth looking thing. This is like just a mold of plastic and they've painted on the bullet teeth and the eyes. Really not that impressed with it at all. Everything else is okay with it, the clothes and all that shit. But yeah. Um Hmm. So, 
yeah, it's, it's really like, it's really fucked. So I'd have to customize it. I'd, I'd have to get someone to customize it or print out, I don't know, a 3D replica head of the uh, OG and uh, get someone to paint it or something. Yeah. No shit, dude. Yeah. it's um, That kind of sucks, man. Like, of course, absolutely. the other one's probably out of print, I'm assuming you said, right? Or maybe. Yeah. 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 yeah so. No, no. Yeah. Yep. It's one of those ones where maybe like you get it and you see if you can print it, your, you know, or, uh, repaint it yourself. You know what I mean? Give it like a little redux action going on. Yeah. But yeah, there, there, there's a bit, yeah, a bit happening with that head that just does not do it for me. I've even <laughs> looked up YouTube videos for like people reviewing it and they're happy with it. Sadly, really? I'm not. Yeah, sadly, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. But they do point out, they go, look, it's not obviously like the previous, um, the, the previous release in that sense. So, correct, know, correct. Yeah. But that's my little rant for today. Other than that, Mr. Johnny D. I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah, buddy. Hey, good, mate. How you been, brother? Oh, I've been, uh, I've been pretty good, man. Um, had a little sadness in our family over the last week. Won't go too into it. Man, I don't want to bring down the episode by any means. Um, long story short, buried to my wife's grandfather. Uh, he was a great man. Um, glad he's not suffering anymore. We'll leave it at that. Uh, yep. I'll just say rest in power. Other than that, um, I had a nice little cookout today with some friends. Um, they brought over their daughters so my daughter can have a play date, which she severely needed. And uh, <laughs> um, it was good, man. I course manned up the grill and made some delicious i made a delicious fatty today now do you know what that is by chance buddy okay i might take a shot wait you made a delicious fatty yeah and i'm not talking about like the tj and i like fatty but i mean like something you'd throw on the grill and it's actually really it's it's pretty simple what it actually is but it's just always funny that what you call it (laughs) is it a bit of meat wrapped up in bacon and then cooked. Yes, sir. Is it? So, yep. Boom. You had That's it. Yes. Yeah, no, it was, uh, yeah, man. So I took like two and a half pounds of burger, Whoa. put in all the good, some fixings, you know, some onion, garlic, a little paprika, a little smoked paprika, actually, a little, a little action there. Um, and then chunks of cheddar cheese. Put that shit in the center, man. Roll oh. that shit up nice and tight. Then bust out that bacon, baby. Make that sweet-ass bacon weave, dude. Then fucking I salt and pepper that shit up. Then fucking roll that shit up like a nice old fat fucking blunt. Oh, fat meat stop blunt. it. Stop <laughs> it. Roll that shit. On. Oh, my God. I mean, essentially, it's just a bacon cheeseburger to the extreme. Fuck. But it's so fucking good, dude. And obviously, you can go crazier with this shit, too. You know what I mean? Like, you can add, like, onions and peppers and whatever the fuck you want in the center. But... Dude, it was, uh, that shit was money, man. I want to smoke this. Like, dude, I had to empty the, so I had it cooking in, um, just some throwaway, like tinfoil pans, right? Them bitches were soaking in grease. I had to dump that shit out like three different fucking times, man. It was ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but no, man, enjoyed the pool. Today we got in the second time. That was nice. I'm glad people, everybody got to come over and, uh, utilize it a little bit because if it's been open for almost two weeks and we haven't been able to fucking use it because it's been cold as shit yep uh other than that man did i i watched this movie while i was doing show notes today did i have to no i didn't but i wanted to because you know whatever <laughs> um 
and yeah, just doing my prep for Gormore on Monday and, and doing a little gaming. Actually, here's one. So I've been, this is nothing Mortal Kombat, even though I've been playing a little bit of fighters. Downloaded Conan Exiles, dude. Kind of an, it's kind of a fun game. It's a survival game. It's been out for a while. It's not like super new by any means, but you can team up with like nine of your buddies and all join a, like your own clan and you just survive. And then, but you can like make your own like houses and shit like that. And then you learn like different attributes and like eventually you can, you start with like clay structures and you can get to like metal and all that other good shit. But yeah, dude, it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty fun, man. Like I usually don't get into games like this too much, but for some reason, this one's kind of like hooking me in a little bit. And it might be just because they're throwing the word Conan on it and they have like an introduction movie with Conan. He kind of shows up and then he disappears again. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because, dude, I'm a fan. Uh, <laughs> and Maneater, dude, I've been finally playing that. And that's that shark RPG, dude. That shit's fun as fuck. Oh, I've not just, heard of this. They dropped it on Game Pass. Dude, think of uh, Grand Theft Auto, but with a shark. That's the easiest way to explain it. It's just open world shark RPG. So you just eat fish and people and there's like shark hunters <laughs> that you got to fucking fight. But then there's other like sharks and alligators and other predators in the sea. You are in the ocean that you also have to deal with. And yeah, man, it's fucking fun. It's crazy. You can upgrade your shark. I won't get that too far into it but <laughs> it's fun fucking it's shit awesome. dude yeah take a look at that shit when you do get a chance but other than that man i say we uh hop on in for uh what we're gonna talk about today hell yeah and that would be mortal Kombat annihilation uh 1997 you want to take it away there buddy that i can sir um so we'll start off with our director, who is John R. Leonetti, producer Lawrence Kazanoff, writers Lawrence Kazanoff, Joshua Wexler, John Tobias, Brent Fieldman, who wrote the screenplay, and Bryce Zabel, who also wrote the screenplay. Starring Robin Shaw as Liu Kang, Talissa Soto as Katana, James Remar as Raiden, Sandra Hess as Sonya Blade, Lynn Red Williams as Jax, Brian Thompson as Shao Kahn, Rena Shkone as Shinnok, Maseta Vanda as Sindel. Hopefully, I said that correctly. Arana Pantieva Pente- oh. as Jade, Darren McBee as Mataro, Marjean Holden as Shiva. Yeah. Well, this would be a good one. Lightfoot as Lightfoot, Lightfoot. yeah. Mm. His name is just Lightfoot. Damn, that's what I got. Yeah, (laughs) he's legit. Chris Conrad, Chris Conrad as Johnny Cage, John Medlin as Ermac, JJ Perry as Cyrax, Scorpion, and Noob Cybot, Tyrone Wiggins as Rain, Dennis Kiefer as Baraka, Ridley Sui as Smoke. Keith Cook as Sub Zero and Dana He as Melina. Yeah, buddy. Fucking solid casting. Mm hmm. So, music we got uh, coming back from the last one, we got Mr. George S. Clinton. And you know what? 
this might be a hot take, but the soundtrack of this might be the best part of this whole fucking movie. I actually wrote that in my notes. <laughs> just, <laughs> just throwing it out there, but yeah, now <laughs> soundtrack was fucking dope, man. I had them both. I wish I still had them. I don't know whatever the fuck happened to them, but I should totally get them again. Uh, and we actually had some repeats from the first one as well of uh, yes. Okay, MFDM action going on. Ooh. Yeah. Cinematography, we have Matthew F. Leonetti, edited by Peck Pryor, distributed by New Line Cinemas. Release date, November 21st, 1997. A runtime of 95 minutes. Uh, it could be a very long 95 minutes, depending on how you take this movie. <laughs> Uh, budget of $30 million surprisingly with a and let me say worldwide take of $51.3 million yeah I was impressed myself opening weekend opening weekend this did if I believe I took it down I should have wrote in my notes I think this pulled in about 19.5 it's opening weekend dude in the states in the states and Canada, which is pretty fucking good, dude. If I don't know if that's inflated to this time, like you know, the <clears throat> where money is now, but or if that was actually then, and if that was then, that's pretty good because, well, fuck, man, the new MK for 2021 only pulled in what 22 for its opening mm-hmm. weekend. Yep. So yep. fuck, man. Well, I, all right. Yeah, I, still, man. 51.3 worldwide. That's pretty damn good. All right, so this is where we usually throw up the trailer. However, for some reason, the uh, our service here just would not let me upload our video. But I can do it kind of in a little bit of a ghettoish way here. We're going to pull it up. So it's underneath us, and then I'm going to make it widescreen from there. Shao Kahn, Emperor of Outworld. The Earth was created in six days, so too shall it be destroyed! Your planet and our world have begun to merge into one realm. Think of it as hell on Earth. I thought our victory closed those portals. If I am correct, your mother Sindel is the key to all of this. I'm reuniting you with her. Khan's spell will be broken. This is the beginning of the end! Khan's portals stay open. Raiden? It's a new look.
All righty. So that was the trailer for this delicious, delicious 1997 movie that we got. <sighs> Man. I mean, what do you want to say about this, buddy? <laughs> this is where we discuss. So, I mean, that trailer was much on? better than the movie. <laughs> That's fair. Look, you know what it is? Yeah. If I can say so far, if I can just say this right off the bat, this movie was just, we need to throw as many of these characters in this movie as we can just so as everybody can have their character in the movie, no matter what they do or don't do. Let's just say that more so. Uh, this and that's what like we got in the trailer. Strange. You got all your characters, so you're like, oh, yeah. But then that's what exactly what the movie is, too. You're like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this it was just like a rush script. It was like someone had written maybe one or two drafts of the script okay we've got all our characters in there we just got to throw in a bunch of fucking fight scenes and that'll give the fans what they want sadly no sadly no it, yeah and i mean shit this is how many writers did you read and we even had john tobias on here one of the actual co-creators of mortal fucking combat dude was actually part of the writing committee of this movie and five how five often things. do we actually do it in any other movie that we've reviewed on any other podcast how often do you ever have that many writers that we read what? off i mean that just spells recipe for a disaster for a start yeah. i mean you have five <sighs> chefs in the kitchen trying to fucking like too many cooks dude that's it yeah you said it perfectly it's just when I was when I was typing up show notes and I was instantly putting that, I was like, wow, that seems like a lot of writers. And I checked a couple different sources and it was the same. And I was like, okay. I was like, this seems odd, because usually you only get one, maybe two, randomly three, not five. Yeah. That that means it's got passed around way too much, dude. And uh, fucking Ray Rots. <sighs> this was this is this is unfortunately where the studio is just like, listen, we made money. We want to make more money. Okay. Well, there's a right way to make money and there's a wrong way. And they made their money. They did. But they could have done so much more and so much yes. better. And I mean, do we get some bad CGI in the first one? But the CGI in this is just laughable from the get-go. Yes, this feels like a fan film. I just got to say, it. it feels like a fan it, film. It does, dude. You're just like, how do they get Robin Shaw to fucking get into this shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like oh. the fact that him and Talissa Soto reprised their roles, and everybody else was like, "No, fuck this piece of shit," like. <laughs> And they did. Yeah. Lyndon Ashby turned it. He read the script. He's like, nope. Um, <laughs> fucking Lambert, he wrote it. And then he ended up doing, uh, where the fuck did he end up going? He ended up going some other route, doing some other movie. I can't remember at this time. Um, 
Might have been um no, it wasn't resurrection. Might have no, been no, 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 no. Was it Beowulf? I want to say it might have been Beowulf. Um I'd have to look that up again. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's this was a movie of just like, hey, I recognize that character. And that was cool when you were a kid. But even when you're a kid, I feel like you're still just like. I remember watching this movie. I didn't see it in theaters. I instantly got it as soon as it hit DVDs, like, or like VHS, like day one. And being severely just like, I don't want to say disappointed, but like, I was very underwhelmed with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I almost, I think I went back and watched the first one just to kind of wash the taste out of them. <laughs> what? Well, I remember being in the video store with my brother and we love the fucking first one. And I remember picking up the video for Annihilation and be like, oh, yes, we've got to watch this. And he just goes, no, put that back on the shelf, grabbed it out of my hand and just sat it back on the shelf. He's like, no, don't watch it. We don't do that here. (laughs) We don't don't do that. But I eventually did end up watching it. And yeah, I understand why he did that. So it's... And I, I'm, I'm just going to say, like, I will watch this. I'm watching it right now. I watched it this morning. I've watched this movie more times than I could probably actually, like, should tell anybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's not because it's a good movie, but it's just for some reason, like, it's that perfect amount of, like, 90s cheese that I'm just kind of all about sometimes. Yeah. And... I'll fully admit, dude, it is a terrible fucking movie, but I just, I still love it. I don't know why. Like, it's, it's just the Mortal Kombat nostalgia. I think it's, like, I don't know. Everyone's I think it's a guilty be- pleasure, mate. It is, dude. Like, and that's, because ex- you know what it is? Like, I feel like they still kind of tried. They had yeah. that many characters, and they're like, yo, we're still going to try to give some fights. Some of them are going to be throwaways. There was a lot of throwaways. Um but that wasn't necessarily due to how it was particularly written. That was also due to like budget constraints and filming and who could do what. And uh, we got more about that in our behind the scenes, but shit, you know, this one was kind of tight. And yep. unfortunately with the edit we got, it kind of screwed us as well. Yeah, buddy. I know. Right. Looking a little toasty. <laughs> toasty. That, fucking A, dude. Looked like I just came out of the fucking tannin bed. Um, if if they had have extended, like, well, maybe potentially led it for another hour just to, you know, sort of explain a little bit more of these characters and have them actually do something. It because they were just thrown in there. They were just thrown in there, like, <laughs> oh my god, oh there's Baraka. Oh my god, he takes his fucking hoodie off. You know, just it, yeah, maybe and- explain, explore them a little bit further with an extra hour length, and it could have been flushed out a little bit better. I agree. What's up, Mr. Pete Ward? Petey Pete Pateson. What's up, you handsome man? Um, no, I I agree, man. Like, if you maybe even gave it 45 minutes. You know what? Let's say give it half an hour. I think that's all you need. Yes, we are. Yes, we are talking about this terrible fucking movie. Um, if you took out the animality bullshit, Mm. right 
save the money that you spent on that terrible fucking worse than reboot in 94 CGI um, and just put that to maybe a little bit more like character time you know what I mean like give us a better Motaro fight like give us a little bit more fighting with Shiva or something like uh, Baraka whatever uh I mean, Mataro was like the hardest character in the fucking game to beat, and he gets punched to death by Jax. And I'm like, how the fuck does that work? No yeah, Jax with no robot arms. Yeah. But, oh, shit, the <laughs> boss man is here. What is up, Mr. TJ Bowser? We are doing fine. Thank you for asking. Thank you for joining. I'm the um, piece tonight. Look at that. Go yeah. Peace. Pete, where Dexter's dad is raiding. <laughs> yes. And you will die. You No, you got to say with the, you will die. <laughs> Fucking Sindel's over just, uh, it's perfect. I think that's why I kind of love this movie, dude. Like you said, it's a guilty pleasure. I love to laugh at it. And I still love some of the fights because they're just so fucking cheesemo, dude. Like, just like... The Scorpion Sub Zero fight was fucking crap, dude. Like the, and that they tried to sell that shit to us. They're like, "Hey, uh, we finally get you guys. We finally get who you want to see fighting." You know what I mean? Like they, you didn't get in the first one, but they came in with these fucking cheap ass, like worse than cosplay looking MK3 costumes. Like fuck, so, man. So Scorpion can't die. Does he just keep coming back, or is that? Well, no, because he's yeah. I mean, like, funny enough, in the comics, in the OG comics, he died in like every comic, but then he just kept coming back because he's a Spectre. So uh, true. Yeah. So technically, he's almost like he has infinite lives. <laughs> he just that respawns, <laughs> right? He's got the master. He's got that master chief respawn. Um, ooh, TJ. Ooh, mud wrestle Brody anytime, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather see the KY wrestling, but hey, that's all just me. Uh, <laughs> I've got the titties for that. Don't worry. Yeah. But I mean, what else can we discuss about this movie? The, the oh, Keeping with the costumes. All the costumes were crap. Yes. They all look like, I don't know what was going on in the costume department here, man. But like, I feel they had better budget for costumes on Mortal Kombat Conquest, which was a fucking cheap ass show versus this fucking movie, dude, which i'm telling you man they wasted the money on that shit cgi i feel yes. like that's where it had to go because you didn't really have any big fucking names robin shaw was your biggest name in this goddamn movie uh Do we, didn't he actually like start taking over like some of the fucking fight choreography on this he was the main fight choreographer for this movie dude so no like shit. not only lead fucking dude lead man lead role but this motherfucker's got to work on the side to teach everybody how to do their fight scenes, man. Like <laughs> what the fuck he is. This Luke hang was like the most Luke hang that anybody could have ever been. Uh, if they didn't have him in this movie, this movie would just tank that much worse. You know what I mean? Like he is probably the saving grace of the movie. Soto, I guess you could take, give or take her either way. It does help that she is back. Um, I don't mind the new Sonya. It's not Bridget Wilson. It's definitely a different Sonya. She can throw down. 
Yeah, and you know, she's kind of hot, so that works too. Uh, <laughs> uh, fuck Dude, yes. Okay. Let's talk about this. Good shot, Fior. So, Shao Kahn is the punk, is one of the punks that gets killed by Arnold. Nothing clean, right? What's that? Nothing clean, right? Right. And along with Bill Paxton, he's also a very Arnold-esque Terminator, alien Terminator in the X-Files. Ooh. Uh, and I say Arnold S because in the very first episode he comes in, he is pulling straight Arnold Terminator look, dude. Like he's got the jacket on and the white t-shirt, man. He's got the strong fucking jaw, just not looking like just dead stare walking forward. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean, anything else you got to say about this, buddy, before we dive into behind the scenes? And um, this is I one that we could pick apart for days. <laughs> you fell asleep. Yeah, I, mean, I fell asleep halfway through this. Yeah. Um, and, and then pick back up. And uh, it was it was that scene where it was the fight with, well, with, um, I think it was Baraka. And then when Baraka gets thrown into the flames, you see someone's hand catch him. Look, it's pretty. If it's not even fucking Baraka falling, it's some, yeah, it's, it's one the of the other actors. It's the best boy grip. He's just fucking, ah. dude. <laughs> oh my god! And what else is it? Is it that scene? Yes. When it's, it when Baraka falls in, it's not even Baraka. No, it's other footage from Smoke. Is it? No, it, no, it was from when Rain got hit in earlier. Rain. We yes. see the same fucking footage from a different goddamn angle. They couldn't even film Baraka. Fuck, dude. And like, <laughs> let's not even get started on the look of Baraka in this one, dude. No, I don't know what was going on here. I feel like the cost, and I granted the costume was all digitized and shit like that. In uh, MK2, but MK2 costume looked better than this fucking shit. Yeah. And that was made he, from a crap fucking Halloween store mask. He looked like an ass hemorrhoid, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> a big old pile. Oh, my God, dude. With his fucking huge ass Popeye forearms hiding his not, you know, hiding his giant fucking toenail blades that i don't fucking know dude this movie is just oh it's a fucking train wreck but we dude yeah, we've got a soft spot is, for it. Uh, it yeah it's so fucking terrible and <laughs> half of the people are just fucking fodder um <laughs> oh my god uh fucking mr wet and wild mr poppy it, yeah shiva she was in it. She jumped. She like had a little powwow with Motaro for two seconds. And then she gets crushed by a fucking cage. Like, whoo. You got caged. Uh, right? Like, that would have been a perfect Johnny Cage opportunity. But no, they kill my fucking boy off in 15 seconds into the fucking movie. Dumb like, fucking idiots. Uh, he was the best I, thing about the first one. I think it was because they didn't have Lyndon Ashby, dude. So they were just like, you know what? Fuck off. And they just slapped that character in the face. Like <laughs> even that actor was probably like, I want to, he's probably first day on set. I just want to die. Get me off the fucking set. Right. Write this in somehow. It was probably his first movie. He was just like, whatever, dude. Like, 
And it sucks though, man, because like he definitely looked like a good kind of cage. Like he was definitely a B version of Lyndon Asby. It was kind of funny, or the 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 sure fine version of it. Um, <laughs> ooh, I got Jade over here on the TV. Sorry, I got distracted. Uh, no, man, this <sighs> Shanak. Who the what the fuck was Shanak in this, dude? And I don't know what's going on with him with a goatee. Right. And just like, okay, Shanak's a dude in a cloak or yeah, whatever. And it's, and there's things that we could have got and we didn't get. And I'm kind of mad about that too. But I think with that, should we dive behind the curtain a little bit, buddy? I think we should. I mean, like you said, we could pick, pick apart this film all day. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So Mr. Pete, oh. they made Shanaki's dad. You know oh, what we didn't even true. do? We never even did the fucking plot rundown. <laughs> uh, you want to take that away, brother? Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll have a crack. So, continuing right after the event of the first movie, it appears that the evil Emperor Shao Kahn had, con- had a contingency plan in case Shang Tsung lost the tournament. With the aid of his generals, he announces his plan for world takeover by merging the realms. With the help of the recently resurrected Queen Sindel. Now, it's up to Raiden and his warriors to put a stop to Khan, but even with new fighters joining the team, as well as new te- as well as well new techniques learned along the way, will it be enough to stop the takeover before it's too late and the merger is complete? Dun, 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 dun. Um, yeah, so we obviously did our discussion portion. Yeah, um, the CGI of the merger. <laughs> that shit is so fucking ridiculous, dude. You just see the Eiffel Tower, fucking the just golden bridge. Yeah, dude. I love how this, this. I love how the Eiffel Tower is just like fucking just like it's just erecting out of the ground. Like, yeah, like a really slow fucking rocket. Just terrible, awful, terrible. Ah, uh, terribly amazing. So let's do some behind the scenes. All right. So Mortal Kombat Annihilation is loosely based on the 1995 video game Mortal Kombat 3. Uh, if you can tell by the terrible uh, costumes adorning it, while featuring also character rosters from Ultimate on K3. There were a plot, some plot elements from 4. However, those scenes were cut. And I would say no, yes and no, because we still have Shinnok in the movie, and Shinnok mm-hmm. is totally four. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's still there. And also, shout out to Pete Ward. Yeah, why is Shinnok Shao Kahn and Raiden's dad? What the fuck is this crap? Get out of here with this shit. Moving on. Um <laughs> well, the original attracted casual movie goers as well as gamers annihilation catered exclusively to the gamers the gamers themselves producer lawrence kazanoff said that he was trying to make a film even more spectacular than the first movie Get which it earned a <laughs> earned a healthy 73 million in the united states annihilation is three times more ambitious than mortal Kombat. our theme for the sequel was to shoot for more more fights, more special effects, more outworld, more everything. <laughs> <sighs> Mr. Kazanov, 
I'm gonna, this is a little note to you. Listen, man, I thank you for this movie because it's still part of my fucking, uh, uh, you know, growing up, whatever. I don't give a shit. What, it, it's just part of my past. Listen, just because you can doesn't mean you should. <laughs> Less is more, mate. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Like, I am glad that we went with the aggressiveness of like, okay, let's do MK3. Because MK3, like, everybody loved MK3. Ultimate MK3, obviously. That was the bigger of it. Um, and then we got Trilogy. But because we did get elements of, you know, MK2 in the first Mortal Kombat. But give us MK2. Give us the tournament in Outworld. We just skipped that shit. We went right to the merger, which is fine. But it's like if you went with, if you didn't skip that step, you could have just added a few more characters and sussed them out a little better. We could have got a whole other amazing movie, and then that led into the third one, mm. or potentially a third one. Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know. And he's up on the special effects because they're fucking atrocious, mate. And I mean, I want to say kudos on trying to give one to the gamers because usually that doesn't happen. But there, I feel there's a reason that doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Because, like, A, you're never going to appease all the gamers. Everybody's got different opinions of everything fucking else and how it should be and blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Yep. And sometimes what could work in a game doesn't necessarily work in a movie and vice versa. It just it just doesn't. It. It's getting to the point where maybe it can now, depending on how the movie, you know what I mean? But, like... For the most part, there's certain formats that just have a certain niche about them either way. Moving on, though Annihilation attempted to continue in the style of the first movie, the cast of the returning characters from the original was almost completely overhauled. Only Robin Shaw, Liu Kang, and Talisa Soto Katana reprised their roles, while only other act- the only other actor to return was Keith Cook, who played Reptile in the first film. And he was Sub-Zero. Fucking cookie. Yeah. You killed my older brother. I killed you in the tournament. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I was... I remember as a kid, I was really happy that we got the MK3 maskless Sub-Zero with the scar. Like, that made Absolutely. me very happy. Yeah. Um, yep. But I was so pissed off where... Because it was just... Like, it's almost like video game fashion where he was just some like NPC along the fucking way. You know what I mean? He helps you with fight some boss. And then he's like, all right, see you later. And then we never see his <laughs> ass again. And I was like, wait, wh- where the fuck did Sub-Zero go? Like, what the fuck was that all about? I'm here to help her. Oh, she's gone. All right. Fuck you guys. See you later. I'm Go out. Uh, <laughs> fucking A, dude. You want to take the next one, brother? Uh, yes, I can. So uh, the French, yeah, the French release of the movie was known as Mortal Kombat Destruction Finale, or Final Destruction, while the Italian release was titled Mortal Kombat Destruction Totale, Total Destruction. Ooh, mm, very smart. Yeah. Uh, originally, there was supposed to be a different ending where we see Shinnok in the Nether Realm speaking with the sorcerer Quan Chi, saying that their plans are all in motion, which was supposed to lead up to a third installment. 
while Quan Chi was cut, he still appears in some posters and international versions of the Laserdisc and DVD. Now, where the fuck was this ending, dude? Why didn't that stay? Give us fucking Quan <laughs> If you're going to go all the characters you just did, uh, give us fucking Quan Chi at the end, man. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I they thought... The I think the producers would have seen uh, this film in the editing suite and said, cut that ending because we're not going to have a third after this. <laughs> I mean, that's very, that's very true. They probably knew this making it. They're just like, <laughs> what is this piece of shit? Like, just get it done. Just get it fucking done. We got to fucking, ha- we already announced that it's going to be in theaters. We got to wrap this shit up. Um, yeah. No, it, <sighs> I don't know, man. It's it's <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking atrocious. I, I wish we got it though. Like, if you're gonna give us fifty fucking characters, why not give us fifty-one? You know what I mean? And in my head, he Quan Chi probably would look the best out of this whole movie because he looked amazing in mythologies. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he looked good in that. Right, and if we can get that in the fucking I think what was a PVG go back and check our mythologies. I can't remember the terminology, but I know I said it on that. Yeah. But those in-game movies of old. And if he looked that good, like we should be able to get at least that in this movie. You know what I mean? Do you know what would have been cool with that ending? If we're doing a POV shot of Shinnok walking into like this big room and we hear these screams and then the doors open up or whatever it is and it's just Quan Chi that's ripped some bloke's leg off, beating him to death with it. And then he turns around and's like, oh, Shinnok. Yes. Nice MK4 reference. I like it. Fucking oath. That would have been perfect. I mean – not that we would have got the brutality. Not even, obviously, this one, we didn't get the brutality that we also wanted. Not that we got it in the first one, but, you know, PG-13 and all. God damn it. But, so about uh, that third film, buddy, what, what, what was that all about? Uh, that was going to be developed, uh, known as Mortal Kombat Devastation. <laughs> um, hmm. actors, actors from the original 95 movie was supposed to reprise their roles as well as a few from Annihilation. The plans fell through as production was halted when Hurricane Katrina destroyed the sets and also around that time New Line was picked up and purchased by Warner Brothers. So that was obviously the changing of a lot of things um, when Warner Brothers came in, picked up Midway and all that good shebang. We discussed that on previous episodes before, but the fact that they were actually going to film this shit, they built sets mm. and they got destroyed. So we were going to get a third one. And Even Mother Nature knew it was going to be atrocious. Yeah, but would it have been if we got our returning cast from 95? Because they were going to bring back, supposedly, they were going to bring back Lyndon Ashby. They were going to resurrect Johnny Cage like MK4 did. Where like, and they were gonna bring back um, Lambert as Raiden. The That'd two from cool. Annihilation would have been Sonya returning. That Sonya and Jax. Yep, that'd be um, cool. And then obviously Robin Shaw, Talisa Soto, and supposedly also uh, 
Shang Tsung was all supposed to get resurrected. Now, hmm. that would have been kind of going more of the MK2 route. But at the yeah. same time, like, I wonder if it would have retconned Annihilation or if it could have just mm. like skipped. You know what I mean? Like, all right, fuck that shit. We're just, that just never happened. Make it like a fever dream, like some Freddy fever dream bullshit. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. It, it's crazy to think that they were actually going to do it. And because you, of obviously that shit, it just got fucked. You bring back Paul W.S. Anderson for it. And you have two uh, script writers, and I honestly think it could have been as good as the first one. Right. I mean, he could have cleaned up a lot. I wish, and I think they wanted him to do that, but obviously we mentioned how he did Event Horizon, and that's why he ended up doing this movie. Mm. But there was another reason, I think, because I don't know if he was set to direct the third one. I couldn't find anything that necessarily stated him or not. Um, that would have been amazing. But I, I'm trying to think what he would have been doing around that time. I feel like it would have been Resident Evil. Actually, yeah. I'll, um, oh, I could. Because, I mean, what, 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 the first Resident Evil was 2000, right? Yeah, uh, 2002. 2002. Okay. So when did we say this uh, third film was set for? Um, It didn't say necessarily. It just said, we'll look up. I guess we'd have to look up when uh, Hurricane Katrina hit. Hmm. We're doing a little bit of uh, research here. Because he did that movie with Kurt Russell, Soldier, in uh, 1998. This would have been in 95, Hurricane Katrina. Wow. So they were going to make shit in 95. When the OJ came out. And this is, no, I'm sorry, 2005. Why did I say 95? 2005. Oh. Yeah. Alien versus Predator in 04. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Wow. I can't believe they were thinking of doing a third movie that far after the... That far after the second one, maybe, dude, maybe what could have been, you know, That's get a record on that shit would have been awesome. Alrighty, what else we got here, brother? Um, so, uh, two big names worked on stunts in this movie: Tony Jaa, who's on the Ong Back series, doubled as Robin Shaw's stunt double as Ray Park. Oh, sorry, and Ray Park as Darth Maul from Phantom Menace. And Toad from X-Men. Fuck, I did not even know that myself. He uh, stunt doubled for James Remar. Uh, This this was also Park's first film role. Hell yeah. So he, I believe Park, and he didn't just double for uh, Remar. He also did a couple other ones too. He was another one of those guys that had multiple... Reptiles. roles in this book right he was one of the and you know what's weird they call them raptors in this i don't know yeah that is I'm, I'm not i don't know why but they just they always call them the raptors but yeah i think he he was one of those he was in another part and then yeah obviously he <clears throat> he was raiden quote unquote but motherfuckers got moves oh yes got moves for days uh let's what do we got next buddy 
So both actors playing Mataro and Jax had worked previously together on the hit TV 80s slash 90s TV show American Gladiators. Yeah! Makes, makes sense. What a fucking show that was. And when they tried to reboot it, it was terrible. Um, <laughs> like usually most reboots are. But did you ever get a chance to ever watch that, bud? Do you know what? Yes, we did actually have that screen down here. American yeah. Gladiators, yeah. That now, shit was. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say. Was, yeah, now, go now, I'm hoping I've got this right. Now, American Gladiators, now that was a thing where they would do like an obstacle course type thing, was it? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, then if they had to come down to standing like on this long plank and then fight each other with like fucking foam bats and stuff. Yeah. That- yep. Yep. That was part. Yeah. That was one of the uh, challenges. So there was yeah. always like these two people competing with the obstacle course. And then obviously they had to take on the gladiators. Like the gladiators would try to like slow them down or stop them. And That's right. Yes. Yeah. One of my favorite obstacle course was the one where. The gladiator was on the tennis ball uh, turret, essentially. Yeah. And they had like, what was it? I think it was like nine stations. I could be off on this. It's been a minute. But they had like, I want to say nine stations to where they each had one shot at each at each of these stations to try to hit the target to take out <laughs> the turret. And like one yeah. was like a rocket launcher tennis ball. Another one was like a fucking pump shot bullshit and i think then like when you as you got up closer there was just like three loose balls like just to fucking whip them um <laughs> but yeah man the you what you were talking about i always thought of them i always thought of them as giant fucking cotton swabs i don't know yes <laughs> but that's what they always look like <laughs> and then obviously that was a great reference in hot shots part duh when they did that as well um yeah. <laughs> random fucking side note there but yeah what a what a what a time great show american gladiators jesus christ <sighs> um toy trang uh best known as trini the yellow ranger from mighty Morphin power rangers auditioned for the role of jade however sadly was turned down boo 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 earns why would they have not? Yeah, right. Boo Ernst. Why would they not give her a fucking J, dude? They were like, no, she looks so much better in yellow. No, fuck that, man. Put her in green. Absolutely. Let's see that shit. She was awesome in The Crow. Like, she would have been great. Mm. Fucking, yeah, like, what the fuck? God damn it. Fucking stupid idiots, mate. I'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, Gregory McKenney, who played Jax in the 95 film, was supposed to to reprise his role. However, due to outstanding health problems, could not do the film. Instead, he was replaced by Lynn Red Williams. McKinney unfortunately passed away the following year in 1998. Hmm. Well, rest in power, Mr. McKinney. A little sad news, but... Hmm. Uh, during an anniversary screening, Robin Shaw revealed that due to a tight schedule and budget, he was pulling double duty as not only the leading man, but also the main martial arts choreographer. Um, he was unfortunately not there during the Scorpion versus Sub-Zero fight, nor the Liu Kang versus Baraka fight. That was Tony Jaa. According to him, these fights were supposed to be very different rhythmatically. Ooh. Huh. Well, that kind of explains a few little, you know, some things. 
Mm. And I don't know why, but I find that hilarious that he wasn't there to film a fight that he is his character is involved in. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> How did that? Who fucking did that scheduling? They're like, oh, wait, we got to have Liu Kang versus fucking Baraka. <clears throat> All right, where's Robert Shaw? Oh, he's over here filming that other scene from this. Well, shit, we got to get this fucking wrapped up today. All right, bring in the stunt double. We just won't show his face. What are we going to do? We'll just have him swing around from chains and stuff, and then we'll go get a couple shots from Shao after the fact to, like, throw in there so you make it. What the fuck? Like, yeah, I know that happens, but really? you Really? You, you couldn't do it you, one other day? Like, but let's just try to get this in a day. It doesn't have to be crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just want to see this documentary, a behind-the-scenes documentary on this fucking movie. All these set videos. There's probably none because it would, just would have been a shit show from the sound. Oh, my God. I just really want to fucking see this. This is like a movie. So what you could potentially do, I, you, you could turn it into a comedy, the making of Mortal <laughs> Kombat Annihilation. Dude, it would just be Robin Shaw, like, he would just be looking at the camera all the time, like office style, just be like, yeah. <laughs> like, they're like, yo, dude, like, we know you doing this, but we need you to do this at the same fucking time. Like the motherfuckers already not getting overworked as it is. Like, and then it's like in the screening, there's that fight that he's not in. And then he like turns to the camera and he's like, yeah, right. Like he didn't even know about it. <laughs> Oh man. So I did put this in the behind the scenes, but I do remember this from uh, doing a little research earlier. Put a little funny side note on this shit. Not even side note, a little funny tidbit on this was they didn't even screen this with like actual reviewers before they hit cinemas they just fucking threw out cinemas because they knew exactly how much of a pile of shit they fucking had in their hands uh that that just made me fucking laugh you know what i mean when you're just like nope we can't even let the critics see this because they're all just going to shit all over it all fucking day oh fuck bad news bears dude like just uh Alrighty, so I think that's enough for our, our behind the scenes. So let's hit the uh, questions. Oh yes! If you watched it this week, buddy, where did you watch it, and what format did you watch it, or how did you? Um, watch it? Yeah, well, I uh, like I said earlier, I I did watch it uh, on YouTube. 720p fucking mind you um you but yeah yeah I, I did fall asleep halfway through <laughs> that braca braca's scene fight uh fucking yeah i yeah i there was a little part of me like because i obviously remember the film pretty well and then mm-hmm. i was like oh should i waste four dollars to watch this film or should i just do it <laughs> to, fair, just uh, fair. just to sort of um trigger the old uh memory again but yeah no I, I did end up watching it but it did take two viewings um yeah what about yourself there mr johnny d uh well i actually own the og fucking dvd so that's uh, what i got nice. played in the background now so Fuck it, dude. I watched it on that. Um, you know, uh, I don't I don't know if I'd even want this to ever be on 4K. 
The first one, sure. <laughs> this one, I don't know. This I mean, if they're going to do it, mistakes. if they're going to do it, I mean, I'd probably still pick it up. But I almost feel like sometimes we've talked about this on Gore more. Yeah. Sometimes, P, I don't know if I'd wipe my ass with a DVD. That might hurt. Just be careful, buddy. Just be careful. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't know. Sometimes you almost need like the the kind of shittier, a little bit grainier, darker. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be super clean because sometimes you need the dirtiness to cover up the fucking shit. The goddamn mistakes. But nope, that's what I watched it on. Good old fucking DVD, buddy. Yeah, a little bit. So, sorry, a little bit of a sidebar. I, yeah. I picked up on that with the Puppet Master the series, um, because they've they're sort of in HD now, and um, okay. <laughs> there's like there's one scene where the puppet's climbing up the wall, and you can just see this big thick fucking cable hanging off the side of the building, and you can see it like someone's pulling the puppet up. Mm. And but like when you go back to like um say the VHS version. You rarely pick up on any of that shit. So, yeah, like you said, it's kind of good to have that dark and grittiness. And I bet you if it was 4K with this film, you would pick up fucking everything. Oh, my God, dude. The, there's so much shit that would just look atrocious. And that CGI would just be even. Uh, I don't need to see that CGI any clearer than I already do. You know what I mean? <laughs> I take my glasses off. It's, ugh. Um. Sometimes I wear glasses just in case you were. Uh, <laughs> like if I got to really read and squint, dude, I got to read. All right. So did the opening scene hook you in at all, buddy? Not because I killed off the best character from the first fucking film in the first five fucking minutes. Dude. I lost interest yes. after that. So. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to say opening scene did hook me in, but it wasn't like a hook, line, and sinker. It was just like, all right, we got a bunch of ninjas dropping out of this sweet fucking CGI sky. (laughs) So we got 50 ninjas doing backflips and shit with Robin Shaw and Talissa Soto in the middle. And then also we get shots of our new Sonya and our five-second cage. Um. You know what? Maybe it pulled me in, but it pissed me off. How about I'll say that? Because, dude, yeah, when they killed fucking Cage, that was just, that was crap. And and I'm going to bring up a point, actually, that my daughter even brought up this morning, and I thought it was kind of funny Um, because she came down when I was watching this as I'm doing the show notes and shit. And she's like, Daddy. Why does every Mortal Kombat movie start the same way? And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, how come it always starts with that same song? And then it shows the symbol and then it says Mortal Kombat. And I'm like, well, honey, I'm like, they don't all start like that. I'm like, but this one starts like the other one because this one's cheap and it copies them. It tries to just copy the shit. (laughs) And it's funny, though, because that is literally it's the same fucking intro. They just add annihilation to the bottom of Mortal Kombat. They're just like, yo, dude, just rip it from the first. People love that shit. Just throw it on again. And uh, I'm actually uh, impressed she picks up on that. That's fucking awesome. Right? I mean, I don't know if that's 
I mean, that's awesome. But at the same time, maybe I've made her watch them too many times to enough that where she could pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> film critic. Right. For a film critic at seven. Daddy, what is this crap? This is shit. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't take a seven year old to figure that out about this. <laughs> <laughs> right, dude. If a seven year old's coming in, dad, this movie sucks. Um, <laughs> you know what? You're not wrong, honey. You're not wrong. Yeah. Um, fuck it. Hey. Pete's throwing me off with his comments. I got to throw this one up. <laughs> so, Mr. P. Ward says, Raiden fucking loses his powers to get a buzz cut and die. Way to go, dude. You also raised a serial killer son. <laughs> That's what he did at the end. That's what he went and did when he turned into some fucking cloudy mist. Instead of being Raiden and fucking going away by a lightning bolt or some fucking Shazam bullshit. No, he's just like mystic particle wave evaporation it's like wait what what just fucking happened dude just fuck, <laughs> fuck it hey dude this movie yeah. sucked this movie sucked so fucking hard fucking dad goals old uh shit can't should have been sprayed on the drapes i reckon ah uh, yeah right fucking dad, wait does that dude. make them like i i want to know what the age difference is between them does that make them twins and one was good one was bad or fucking I would have to say, this is just my thought. If we're going to go with this whole, like, this Brother weird shit. fucking lore of Raiden and Shao Kahn being brothers, I would have to say Raiden's the older brother. Yep. And Shao Kahn is the. But at the same time, like, maybe not. Maybe Shao Kahn's the older one. Mm. And that's why he's more like Shinnok. And then like Raiden's different because he's I don't know. I it's hard to it's, it's hard to say. Cause like Shinnok's supposed to be an ex-elder god, right? Yep. So like you know, when he turned, did he only turn like secretively with Shao Kahn? I mean, that's a lot of weird back lore potentially for this. That's a good question, though. Who would be older amongst the two of them? I want to say Raiden, but it's just the white hair, but it has nothing to do with the age for him, seeing there is a god. Yeah. Who would you think? I, I would have said Raiden. Um, I don't know. He just it just feels like, like it should be Raiden. It, yeah, like he, he's been this old ancient motherfucker, but yeah, I, there was no need to introduce this into the fucking story at all. Um, no. This makes the film even no. worse. Like, who the fuck was like, you know what? We should make them brothers. Why? Why? It has nothing to do with nothing. No. We already talked about kind of who he was in the first movie. He's an emperor from fucking Outworld who's merging other realms. Okay, great. Raiden's the protector of Earthrealm. Like, why? Why? Once again, too many writers on this piece of shit. Too many probably too many producers as well cash fucking grab dude i don't know what i you know what i mean <laughs> last minute uh, decisions so favorite character in this shit bag of fucking movie here uh i just went with luke kang i mean you know he, he doesn't really change in character um fair enough like, he, he, he's just basically for this is still the same dude from the first film um which I happen to like. So I will agree. Uh, Luke Kang, 
Robin Shaw definitely like holds this movie together to me. Yep. Because 100%. Now, I will say, and it's not really his fault. He did what he could do. But I feel like, um, oh, God, what's his name? I'm going to fucking forget it right now. Uh, Lynn Williams as Jax. I thought he did a pretty good Jax, man. Like, he always made me laugh. I liked that. I liked all the scenes that he was in. Yeah. Um, obviously, they went weird with the fucking whole arm story in this, where they were just like cybernetic enhancement sleeves. Yeah, um, they get ripped off, don't they? He rips them off. He like, well, he gets damaged, <laughs> and then like he's just like, he rips them off. He's like, yeah. I'm a fucking man. And then just beats <laughs> now the you're shit a man. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> and then he just beats the fucking shit out of goddamn Mataro with his fist. Um but I, I as cheesy as they are, I like the look of his arms in this movie. I don't know why. I I don't know why. It's just something with like the jacket dude with the arms, like I just thought like it looked pretty good you know what i mean like out of all the shit in this movie they don't look terrible just my opinion though it might be a hot take but (laughs) that's that's okay mate i'm not here to judge but i just i don't know i guess like he had some of the great one like he had some funny one-liners and shit like that and he had some of the cooler fights i which we're going to talk about in the next question uh so leading from that is favorite fight buddy well, uh, I actually had the Cyrax fight with uh, yeah. Jax and Sonya. I mean, it was, it was actually like, well, Sonya's fighting was actually pretty decent, I thought as well. Um, but I really, uh, look, the one thing, if I'm going to say that I liked about this film, was Cyrax's entrance. I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, he's a fucking robot, you know, and just to blow all the fucking windows out and all that shit, you know, that was pretty, pretty decent. Absolutely. And the fight goes. The fight goes for a little bit too. Like it's actually right. a lengthy fight scene. And I mean, they kind of shaft Sonya in that fight. I, I, in my personal take, just because you got two main characters, and obviously you just introduced that Jax. So you want to show off what Jax can do. We already know what Sonya can do. We already seen her for the first whole movie, and she's already fought a little bit in this one already. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they just throw like three random ass fucking ninjas, like three or four random ass ninjas, faceless motherfuckers at her. And they're like, all right, that's fodder for her to keep her busy in the background. So while Jax fights our man, fucking Cyrax. Um, but it was just something about that whole fight. Like, I don't know, like not even just the way it was kind of like filmed, like because it was filmed just like a generic fight scene, like maybe a little better because it was, a you know, it wasn't like today's fight scenes or anything like that we're still talking 90s cheese fight but he looked awesome Mm. and you know he had his little bombs it was a weird way they did it but they still gave him his net where it like dematerialized like it fucking like ate that motherfucker away i don't know what you want to call that dematerialized ate it like acid i guess whatever yeah no it's just he sounded cool. You know what I mean? Yep. Death is the only way out. Uh, <laughs> I would also say the smoke fight, because I, I, I mean, yep. go back to our ultimate or go back to our MK3 discussion, but smoke, robot smoke was my fucking dude. Cyber smoke. Sorry, I should say it the right way. 
Cyber Smoke was my guy. And so when I saw him in the, the film the first time, I was like, oh, yes. But then they give him fucking Sector's missile launch. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> uh, like, fuck. if you're not going to have Sector, then just don't have Sector. But don't put your fucking moves on my fucking, you know what I mean? Like, no. Give him his fucking spear. What the fuck is yes. that bullshit? Um, but yeah, man, I feel like the Cyrax Jax fight was like the best one in this whole film, hands down. Absolutely. Uh, you know, obviously, you could say you enjoy the Sonia Molina one in the mud. That was kind of a nice little like. Mm. It wasn't an epic fight, but it was a nice little like. Hmm, all right, she does yes. look good in mud. Thank you, Jax. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh i will say nightwolf did look badass but i unfortunately we didn't get any fights with him so i gotta agree with pete on that yep and his animality didn't like his morph back was not was actually, terrible no like that was like the one thing i feel like they actually took time on they were like you know what that like okay that's it, probably it where all the money that's probably where all the money went <laughs> this fucking film into that Right, because it actually didn't look too bad. So while we're still on fights, let's talk the animality fight. Shao mm -hmm. Kahn versus Liu Kang. So Liu Kang turns into a dragon, but it's not the dragon that we know him turning into. But it's still a dragon, nonetheless. I'll yeah. give him that. E for effort. What the fuck does Shao Kahn turn into? A Hydra? What the fuck was that? Yeah, I think it was a Hydra. It was like King Ghidorah in this bitch, dude. Like, just fucking cut. <laughs> it's random as fuck. I don't even know how Shao Kahn would have an animality of a fucking Hydra for a start. Right? Like, just Hydra. Okay. And that fucking head morph. Like, he's fucking having like this fucking, <laughs> fucking goddamn fucking. He's like having an O face while he's doing He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> like, you know what we should have had for animalities? Have you ever watched the movie The Giver? By what movie? The Giver. No. I'm okay. Heard of it. The quick random sidebar. There's fighting in it in martial arts, so I don't give a shit. It kind of works for this. Dude, The Giver is a movie where it's super Power Rangers-esque, right? But it's more... It's still aliens, but it's more just... So, like, oh, my God, uh, Luke Skywalker there. I can't think of his fucking real name at the moment. Brain farm. Uh, Mark Ham. Um, he gets this alien symbiote that attaches to his head. And the symbiote is becomes, like, armor that he can, like, call out at will because it's, like, like it com has combined with his DNA and all that good shit. And there's these other aliens that are trying to get this armor because it's like the ultimate armor of like the universe. Yep. And all these like aliens are people. And then they morph into these fucking crazy alien creatures, dude. And this was practical effects, man. They look oh, fucking no. awesome. I have fucking seen this movie. I'm just looked. Sorry, I just looked it up. Yes, no, I yeah, have yeah. fucking seen this movie. Yeah, dude, yeah. it's fucking awesome. Like he has got the sweet armor, and he's got fucking knives that come out of his fucking elbows and shit, dude. They're like they're actually like fucking swords. They're fucking huge. Um, the second one was cheesy as fuck. Pretty much like this movie as well. The second one was Dark Hero, but it still wasn't terrible. But yeah, like 
why couldn't they do the animalities like that? You know what I mean? Like that would have been because there was a giant monster at the end, but it was practical effects. But it's like, I don't know. I feel like that could have been like so much better. Absolutely. Uh, practical is always the way to go. Maybe, maybe I'm just way off, but holy fuck, this is actually blowing my mind. I did not. I remember thinking about this like a couple of months ago, and I was like, "What the fuck is that movie?" The Giver, dude. The Giver was a movie I used to watch on HBO all the fucking time. Loved it. Holy fuck! I wonder if never, I can watch it. I never watched the anime series, and I know there is a. It got a pretty decent following, but do you know what? Produced by Brian Usner and directors Steve Wang and Screaming Mad George. Fuck yes, sold me every day of the goddamn week. It's got Michael yeah. Berryman in it. Sorry to tangent on this. this no, you're fine, dude. Nostalgia as fuck. I I haven't seen this since I was literally ten. What, what year is that, dude? Now that you're looking at that shit, is that ninety five? This is the same age as me, ninety one. 1990. The Giver came out in 91. Yep. So it is 30 years. What? Dude, it's even older than I thought. I thought it was like later 90s. What? Really? Damn. Yes. That's a whole oh. different fucking podcast right there, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to be watching this fucking shit today. And hopefully yeah. Thank you. Dude, I'm. you know what? Now I got the itch to watch it too. Oh, oh man. All right, let's start talking about good movies. Let's go back to shitty movies. Let's go talk about fucking Annihilation again. All right, okay. so we did our favorite fight. So we both like the Cyrax fight. Got to give it up to that one. That was great. Favorite kill or fatality in this movie, if you could well, think of any. Well, yeah, I've got written down here the random guy that Cyrax dissolves with some acid substance. Ooh. Look shit on the his. I'm going to call that his net. You know what? I'm yeah. gonna give it to him that that's his fucking his green net. Like it, it, it looks shit in the film, but it, the idea would have looked good on paper. And you know, like yeah, I, I just have to go with that. I just got to go with that because uh, this movie, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I honestly, I, I remember I saw that yesterday when I watched it. I'm like, you know what? That's probably the only coolest fucking kill in this whole film. I mean, we get to see. People get kicked in the head and then they're dead. I mean, what the fuck's that about? For start, yeah, right. We get uh, who the fuck? Who does Shao Kahn feed to that weird CGI fucking monster? Uh, is it the what's that name? Fuck, I just had a the Sheila and the Asian woman in the green. Fuck me, I just forgot. Oh, Jade, yeah, Jade. Sorry, Jade. Yes, fuck. That was pretty fucking. uh, I almost kind of want to go over that because just how terrible it was. Yeah. Like she just, yeah, fucking, rawr, 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 and then it fucking burps and then fucking goes back into its fucking statue. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, Ugh, fucking! I'm gonna have to go. With, that's the, my worst one, but favorite. I'm gonna almost have to agree on that, buddy. The Cyrax kill, the meltdown just was that. just, yeah, that shit was pretty sweet. And then. uh most traumatizing kill was Johnny Cage. Yes. <laughs> he sucks the bitches. Yeah. That should, that should be a fucking question. The most traumatizing kill. Um, <laughs> did the score set the mood, buddy? Yeah, absolutely. Like it definitely sticks to the uh, original source material um, of that 90s techno. Um, 
Yeah, just pretty much like the first film. This this film was heavily obviously influenced from the first film. It actually had shit brought over from the first film to be used Correct. in this. So yeah, I think it does. I think it does set the mood. I would have to agree. It's you got that sweet uh EDM going on. Um and the, some of the score is obviously on the soundtrack itself because just like the first movie, they brought in other like real music going on. You know, we get the original theme song from Immortals a couple times in the intro again, like we mentioned, and at the end, and I think like sometime in the middle. Uh, and we get a lot of good shit. But yeah, I would say, I, well, like I said at the beginning of the movie or beginning of this episode, I think it, the soundtrack or score is one of the best things from this fucking film. Absolutely. All righty. So that being said, favorite song, brother. Um, Ramstein. Uh, Angel. Angel. Yeah. Good fucking. Yeah. Good it's, it's always been always been one of my favorite songs, even to play on the the old guitar. So, so to hear it on the soundtrack's even better. Um. The sad, the sad thing is that the soundtrack is better than the fucking film. It is, dude. It really fucking is. It's um, I think I'm gonna have to go with Megadeth, man. Ooh, Almost honest yeah. on this one, dude. Like, there's a lot of them. Ramstein was good. KMFDM, uh, Megalomaniac. You know that one was good for its fucking time. Yeah. Uh, Psychosonic. Uh, yeah. There's a, I'm gonna have to go Megadeth though. Almost honest yeah. for me. I nearly, I nearly went Megadeth. I could, yeah. Like, I mean, the Rammstein one, dude. That was that. Was, this was actually my first introduction to Rammstein. Yeah, right. Uh, I don't know if that's sad or however you want to take that, but you know, no. I guess you got to get introduced to him somehow or another. But yeah, that it was. was uh, either, it was either gonna be this film or Triple X. Ooh. Fair point. Fair point. All right. So uh, acting, good or bad? Mm. Yeah, well, Robin Shaw reprising <laughs> his role again. I think it was perfectly represented in this film from the first film. Um, yeah, but the rest I just – I mean, I've got to give a bit of a shout-out to uh, Talissa Soto. Um, yeah, I, she wasn't I, bad either. Yeah, she she was she was pretty solid. Um but the yeah, the rest just did not do it for me. Even James Remar, and I fucking love James Remar. This this was just not hit for him at all. He he was just not a good Raiden. Not far from it. And you know what, man? That dude has definitely come into his own since this movie. I will say that because yes, he's plays great and not just in dexter dude he's been in so many other things but just as voice his his voice acting work alone he's great with dude he does a lot of shit with his voice acting man and it's i'm trying to think like right off the bat i know he does a bunch of stuff on dc um oh my god i think he played hawkman actually on a thing i just watched I think he was Hawkman on the episode for uh, fuck, I can't it, Justice League uh, something or another, but yeah, man, that dude's this just was not the role for him. 
and it might not even not have been his fault, dude. Maybe he could only do with so much with what he was given. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yep. Is it uh, Black Lightning? Was that what you were thinking of? Black Lightning. I never watched that show. Actually, I always meant to. Because it says he's been in Gotham, um, the TV. No, series. he. Well, I know. Well, no, I mean, he's like, he's done voice acting. Like, I think he's been in like some of the animated DC movies. Oh, on yeah. Top of yeah. The, like some of the cartoon series and shit. Yeah. He's, and I'm trying to think what the hell else. He's, like I said, he's done a lot of voice acting and stuff like that. But I'm trying to think yeah. what the hell was he in Starship? No, he wasn't in Starship. Uh, he was in The Warriors as Ajax. Ooh. That's, remember that? Like, how long ago that was? Fuck. Yeah, right. Um, Fucking hey, dude. Yeah. All righty. So, yeah. Shaw was good. Soto was good. Jax was okay. Obviously, he had some cheesy one-liners. Sonya was okay. And then everybody else around after the fact was just fucking terrible, dude. The deliveries were awful, laughable. Um. <laughs> If anything, dude, if you've never watched Annihilation or if it's been a long time, just go watch it for a fucking laugh, dude. Yes. Watch it with your boys. Roll a fat jay. Get some popcorn, dude, and just sit back and fucking enjoy the pure 90s fucking cheese in a can. Um, (laughs) That being said, how was the cinematography of this pile? Yes. No. Just like I said earlier, it just felt like... It was either it either feels like a TV film or it's a fan film. Um, TV film would were, be a very good analogy. That yeah, an expensive TV film, if that. Mm. Um, but yeah, look, some of the fight scenes were okay, I guess. But if you really had to like break it down to the lighting and especially the green stuff, uh, green screen. All that stuff was not keyed out properly. I mean, we could sort of see a bit of fuzz around some of the characters, and yeah, I I just did not. Well, that was that was actually one of the first things I picked up um, was the keying behind the characters on the from the green skin. They they didn't mm-hmm. key them out properly enough. You, if you really look closely, you can see a bit of fuzz around their head, and oh yeah, it, just, it looked fucking atrocious. Yeah, cinematography was crap. Um. They tried a few different things during some of the fights. Like I will say like Melina's entrance, I enjoyed because it was just the forearms with the size, like even though like Melina sucked in this, like (laughs) at least her entrance was kind of cool. And once again, the fight scene going with Cyrex and Jax, there was a cool couple little shots, like just behind the shoulder and just so you can get the looks of the, costumes and stuff like that you know what i mean like it wasn't anything blow your mind or really worth talking about it's just if you could pick any anything decent out of it though i would say those few spots yep but once again that's not really you know nothing huge here so this this question is actually kind of funny does it hold up today buddy (laughs) did it hold up in 97 i should probably ask that i don't even think it held up then did it look fucking i don't think it did man i think when people saw a lot of that cgi even though it made money worldwide 
they were just like, what the fuck is this shit, dude? <laughs> like they they took like what they had amazed like go watch the first one again and look at the set design in the first one and then fucking figure that shit out you know what i mean go from there like that was one thing here we get desert desert some more desert yep like fake cave well, system one location and- that's like a part of one of the seven wonders of the world yeah, Raiden's Temple, which is that like, good. and right, but you—that's used for like a third of the fucking movie. Mm. Is all the shit around that area, and it's like, I don't know, it could have did better than that, especially right. with the budget they had. It wasn't like they didn't have that inexpensive of a budget or that cheap of a budget. Uh, yeah, as, as much as I really wanted to like this film, I I even went to the extent of trying to find things I like about this film, and you know, sadly, I I just couldn't. I couldn't. It, like, like, look, like I said earlier, I really did like Cyrax's entrance, but that was probably the only fucking thing that really right. You know, I was just yeah, not redeemable, just, not redeemable enough for the whole entire movie. Yeah, exactly. Like it was just, I don't know. I mean, like I said, we had Mataro, who does fucking nothing in this film, and then he <laughs> and then he like dies by being punched in the head. I mean, yeah, I, I just I just can't work this film out. It's just fucking fair enough. I, I don't, I, I don't know, I don't know. Like, like you said, I I could potentially like it for all the wrong reasons, um, but. I know it just doesn't do it for me, especially when that first one's so great and doesn't have to rely heavily on special effects, production design. No, yeah, we we dude, we did we had terrible CGI in the first one. Reptile gas. Okay, fair. That's a fair point, but it wasn't overly. It wasn't just so overly used. You know what I mean? Like we had real legit fights we had good yeah i mean you know we have cgi in the sub-zero fight but we we shit on that fight for how that ended you know what i mean it was that's crap but i have to agree man it's does it hold up today no it doesn't at all nostalgia factor that's about it that's all it's got yeah and even that's pretty fucking weak it's um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't think it held up like I, I don't think it held up in 97. I think that's I'm surprised it actually made more like double its amount worldwide. But then you're talking worldwide. So, you know, it's at least they did what they had to do and it was potentially going to get us a third one even though it never happened. Yeah. So all of that even though we poo-pooed all on it, how do you like the premise of the movie? Yeah, oh, I don't know. Like we, like when we spoke about the script earlier, too many uh, cooks in the kitchen trying to convolute a story together, and it just shambled. It. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just, it could have had potential. It really could have had potential, but like I said, it just feels basically like it's a second draft of a script, and it's like very rushed, and it's like, well, this this totally makes sense with all these characters in there and that this it, it's, it's basically like what we said earlier 
a film to introduce all these characters in there and they go nowhere pretty much. It's just to give the fans what they want. Yep. It's just to be like, hey, I know that person. I know that person. I know that person yep. too. Um, yeah. It's just so they can add more names into the song when it's going down the character list of the song. Ermac. Noob Sabat. Um, <laughs> can we talk about Noob Sabat for a second? Yes. And like how fucking weak is piss his fucking just. <laughs> I'm going to come out of Ermac's chest. Yep. I'm going to kick Sonya in the face. I'm going to die from Jax. Like, <laughs> okay. Uh, what the fuck just fine. happened there? I wasn't even sure the first the first time I saw that, I was like, I wasn't even sure that was Noob Sabat. <laughs> so, like, I watched it again. And I was like, oh, yep, that definitely is supposed to be, I guess. Uh, but, oh, man. So, premise, I mean... They pulled it off better in the MK3. They just they didn't they didn't bring it over to script wise well at all. Um, I think they tried going too hard with it. I think they should have taken that shit back and uh, given us a proper tournament in Outworld before we went to the merger realm. Suss out the characters a little more. Explain a little bit more stuff, maybe with like Queen Sindel and Quintana. You know what I mean? Explain their mother daughter relationship. Explain Shao Kahn better. Get Shao Kahn nicer looking armor or get somebody way more buff than this fucking dude. Um, I mean, yeah. Oh, Fuck. randomly enough, though, speaking of buff guys, ooh, stink bug. Uh, Sly Stallone was supposedly who they wanted to play Baraka in this movie. Are you fucking serious? Right. Why Sly Stallone would you want to be Baraka? You're going to put him in some shit fucking mask. You would never even know it's Sly Stallone. That's the dumbest thing I've ever fucking heard. Why? Yeah. And think of the how much they would have wasted on their budget to just get Sly Stallone, dude. Like... I don't even know if they ever got the script to him to tell him like, so he could even laugh it off or not, but you know, <laughs> just, just get, get someone bald like Vin Diesel, apply some makeup to him and yeah, just, right. yeah, have it actual, like a proper live fucking action instead of, like I said earlier, a hemorrhoid mask. It looked <laughs> fucking terrible. Oh, oh my God. that was an awful, awful design. Like I said, dude, I think Conquest does a better version with its co costumes than fucking this movie did. And Conquest was oh. a fucking WB show with a cheap-ass budget. But at least they reutilized it. I don't even care if you want to call it reused or not, recycled, whatever. They fucking reused the costumes, at least for Scorpion and Sub-Zero from MK95, which still looked a thousand times better than the shit oh. we got in this fucking movie. Mom. What's going on with Scorpion's mask in this fucking film? It was the MK3 mask. I mean, I I love MK. I love the MK3 ninja design, but this shit just looked like some EVA foam, fucking just done up super. It, it just looked. I don't know. It looked like five miles of fucking bad road. That's what it looked like. It was just <laughs> atrocious. Oh fuck, buddy. All right. So that being said, let's rate this bitch. <laughs> um, we going out of five on this. We'll go out of five. We'll yeah, we go out of five. Uh, so what do you got out of five for 
And what do we see? How many broken dragon logos out of five do you want to give MK Annihilation? I was I was actually gonna well fuck I don't know because there's this part of me saying to give it a point five and a one, but now I'm actually thinking I might just give it a two. I'll give it a fucking two if I'm generous. Okay. Yeah. Um. Because of the soundtrack, you know. I'm gonna have to. I almost feel like I'm just gonna have to go with the solid two as well. Not to not to copy your steez or anything like that. Yeah. But that's yeah. that's where it feels like it just it kind of feels like it needs to be. Yeah. I enjoy it, and I just because sometimes you just like garbage. That's fine. Um, yeah. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. I I just sat here for an hour and a half shitting on this movie, and I still will watch it. Yes. Like in a couple months, just for the fuck of it, because I watched the first one. I'm like, all right, let's keep this train going. You know what I mean? Like, that's Absolutely. just part of it. Uh, and obviously, we still, that's, we still that? get our fight. No, we still get our fight scenes. Um, we get new characters. Um, a kick-ass soundtrack. I mean, that should be enough in itself to give it a solid fucking two. The soundtrack was dope as hell. The soundtrack could almost bump it to a three if I literally just thought about it as a soundtrack. But the CGI and the acting is terrible. The yep. writing was crap. And we got to be honest about this one. We love our MK, but you know what I mean? This was just, this was just not good. It was, a, it was shit from the start. So, all right. So you get a fatality score of two for Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Dun dun dun. Alrighty. So that brings us to the end of our episode. So next week will actually be our finale episode. Um we feel like ending it on 12 episodes is a good key. We were originally only going to do six. Yep. So we actually doubled what we're gonna do, but we're still gonna we're not just gonna end it, end it. We're still gonna talk some uh good MK shebang. So we're gonna talk conquest we're going to talk a little bit of defenders of the realm and we're going to talk a little legacy and what even spawn legacy a little mortal Kombat rebirth um we're not going to dive into these as much as we do the other things these are going to be little snippets here and there almost like a five to ten minute review of each one and then we'll kind of go from there and then i think we'll have a nice little um coffee talk discussion of the podcast and how we feel about it and you know, Absolutely. and where we want to go and where, where we can go with it. You know what I mean? Yep. And yeah. So same time, same place next week. I would, I would say that's about it. I'm your fluff master Supreme, big Johnny D. See you guys later. This is your doppelganger Kang and bang all the way from down under saying, we'll catch you next week for the finale motherfuckers. Woo. Do 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 do